Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cinema Swap, the podcast where we sometimes recast old movies, or we swap characters in different movies, or we swap actors, or we just, you know, swap ourselves into movies when we're feeling a little froggy. I am your host, Chris, here with my uh, romantic and I guess happily uh, boyfriended uh, co-host, Forrester. Is that how that's phrased? Yeah, you boyfriended. have, you, you have sure. a lady, now you're happily oh, boyfriended. That's true. I have a significant other now. You've been in, you've been impartnered. Yeah, that's that sounds I guess uh, slightly. Yeah, that's yeah. probably better. And I've been <laughs> I've been fianced since uh, the summertime. So fianced. You could you could say for us that love is in the air, you know, because Good. I've been spraying it out of a bottle. And <laughs> my, Chris, what have you been spraying <laughs> in the air? That is not okay, man. Not pure, okay. Pure undistilled love essence. Just sticky everywhere. <laughs> I've been using a Febreze bottle and it's every spray you have to unclog it. Yeah. Just shake it around a little, you know? Yeah, exactly. Don't leave it out too long. It dries up. <laughs> now we're talking about love. I mean, this episode comes out early February and I'm sure we'll do a little bit more Valentine's Day stuff around uh, the 14th. Maybe. Sure. What else is February known for? Or Bridget, we just, uh, or we just uh, shoot our shot early here. Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Forrester. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who else is going to do that? This this the podcast editor? is uh, it's going to be cum joke heavy. Everybody, buckle the fuck up. Got real heavy cum joke. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a load of them. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Yeah. All right, we can call it a day, semen. Right? <laughs> semen, no fluid. <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> you took it too far. You fucking uh, pervert. Speaking of. <laughs> no, there's no, I I mean, there's a lot of ways you could follow that up, but none of them are good. So one thing we wanted to do, well, not one thing, the thing we are going to do tonight is, uh, you know, maybe we'll look at a, a romance, like a rom-com for, for Valentine's Day. But today we wanted to discuss our thoughts on rom- movie couples. I mean, generally rom-coms, any movie couples who we think we could improve by removing one of the characters and using a character from a different movie, adding them to the couple, making yeah. a new power couple, and then, you know, seeing so how that works for us. It's similar to how previous episodes when we've done a character swap. But in this case, they have to be in a romantic couple and they get swapped into another one. It's a, char- it's like it's a character swap, but for love. Trading spouses or whatever. There was Except you're only trading one way. There's no, it's not, it's not going back the other way. <laughs> This is a one-way street, and that other yeah. character that they get re- that they replace is just like non-existent now. Exactly, they've they been they've been Thanos snapped. This is how this works now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We figured you know it's fun to talk about. There's, I mean, there's so many legendary movie romances and movie couples. This was honestly a tough one for me to think of. Like, how can I make a pairing funnier or maybe better? Because like, yes, in some movies there are bad couples. But then they often turn out to be good couples, rom-coms, but even some of those are problematic. Yeah. But like, I haven't seen enough of those movies to de- to really dive into some of those. When I look it up on Google, like, you know, 50 best movie couples or whatever. I'm like, I haven't seen that and I haven't seen that and I haven't seen that and I haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I realize that the depth of my rom-com classic, like romantic knowledge is pretty shallow. But also, yeah. I, this is a hard question because a lot of rom-coms have just terrible, terrible people as their mains. And yeah. they kind of end up together and they belong together. Like because a lot of people, they're awful. 
exactly. you wouldn't want to put another movie character with them because you'd be hurting that other movie character. Like, put them <laughs> exactly. in the couple. like we've, so, we've watched a few rom-coms for this and we've talked about this before. It's like they deserve each other because they're both shitheads. Like they kind of suck. Yeah, I think. And everyone always questions why, like, the woman leaves her soon-to-be-not-husband at, like, the altar for the crazy wild one. Yeah. But, like, good for that husband. I yeah. mean, it's upsetting that, you know, caterers already paid for and stuff, but, like... Have a party. She's the kind of crazy person to, like, leave right then. Like, right then. Yeah. After all this doubt and stuff. Listen, like Patrick Dempsey dodged a bullet in the street home Alabama. Just gonna say it. If she's just gonna bounce I, at the last... At, like, the fucking 11th hour... Yeah, that's kind of like that's a red you know, flag. That's a red it, flag. Do it before, like do it before. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, real Don't, lack of forethought there. R- couples shouldn't have pseudo affairs. I mean, that's probably an emotional I'm not affair. Blame anyone for that? But it's no, mostly, no, not, not to not to blame anybody, but you shouldn't have emotional affairs. If you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna bail, just bail early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's life advice. Pull that cord, long. jump jump out of the plane, and you're you're floating down safely to the arms of another lover. <laughs> exactly um so anyways this, these can be definitely more challenging than you think because yeah. bad people end up with more bad people and it doesn't necessarily make it a better film <laughs> opposites don't attract guys opposites yeah, unless, don't unless attract. one is rich and one is poor in which case that's okay yeah but there's a reason the rich guy's attracting the or the rich person's attracting the poor person <laughs> yeah they both have the reasons and neither one is particularly great one is definitely better mm-hmm. As a wealthy billionaire myself, I like to play with the emotions of, you know, poor people and be like, mm-hmm. yes, I love you. Come live with me. And then I tell them a fake address and it's really like an industrial yard out in the outskirts of town. Yeah. And all of a and sudden they a, work at a slaughterhouse. Uh, ah, I got a, you a job. <laughs> as a street smart hooker, I know that uh-uh. I want sex money worker, Forrester. Sex no, I am, worker. I am full on a hooker. Don't, oh, okay. That's not, yeah, no. <laughs> You're gross I'm not, about it. There's, there's no pride in this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You poor thing. Hey, look, I'm going to land myself a rich uh, Richard Gere character. You're going to, you're going to pretty woman it? Yeah. Good. Because exactly. actually, I've been saying for the people behind your back mostly that you're, you're like ugly and uncouth and you need to get work on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, I can't drive stick. So that's not going to work out. I've never seen that movie. Is that a big part of that film? I think it's like the opening scene. I tried to rewatch it for this episode, and I didn't make it very far, unfortunately. I'm sure it's a fine movie. It just, yeah, it's never come across, never come across my desk. (laughs) Yeah, I know there's some weird, weird parts of it for sure. Um, But yeah. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of problematic, do you want to tell us your first pick? (laughs) Uh, Go for a break. I think after all of that come talk and finding out that you're a uh, like the gnarliest type of sex worker, I need to take five minutes to decompress. Maybe take a run around the block, cold shower. So we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with all your cinema swapping action. All right, we are back from the break. Um, I made my peace with Forrester's sordid past. And uh, now he looks like a, a beautiful young lady that we can properly take out in the public. So that's that's nice, at least. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going to make a joke about major peace, but I decided, you know, I'm above that now. Yeah. I have been refined. I now have a red dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A full length red dress. <laughs> yeah. Insert come joke here. Yeah. Wait for applause, laughter, 
Okay, and, good. And continue with the show. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so I think I'm going to start with what I think is my, my weakest one. I got, I got three. I'm pretty comfortable with, I think I'm gonna start my weakest one and that's okay. So the person who's the, the person who's staying is beast from beauty and the beast. Right. And instead of bell, we're having Fiona from Shrek. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Yeah. I think that Fiona might be more comfortable talking about the truth of her curse and her situation with another young Royal who is, you want to say equally cursed and in a, in a sort of similar situation. I mean, not similar because she at least like only a monster half the time, but you know, maybe she'd open up to the beast and maybe the situation would be less Stockholm syndrome-y and they'd actually like build a real relationship besides her just being, you know, a hostage in his uh, castle. They'd be like, Oh, you're also like a, a prince who is a monster. I'm a princess who is a monster. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Look at what we have in common. You it know, is they- kind of, it's basically, it is like Shrek, but he's also a royal so they have more in common they and was human and, and was fully like fully human once and you're right and shrek 2 would have never happened so exactly you would never had fairy or godmother which one's the one where they go to see her parents that maybe that's shrek, shrek 2 yeah you got prince charming puss in boots a little antonio yeah, okay. fanderis action there it's all a blur to be honest <laughs> i just feel like they'd be able to like commiserate with each other and get along better than him just like taking some random lady from the village hostage because yeah, her feeling pity on him. Yeah, exactly. They'll get along because they're in the same situation. Yeah. And, and I mean, she pays him because he's like a super strong, hairy, lonely person, which is, you know, man, am I right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> that was, sorry. <laughs> I thought of that as soon as you said beast. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. But um, also, Fiona's like kick-ass karate lady. So when Gaston comes trying to beat down the door looking for his red-haired princess, she could like kick the shit out of him and then send him packing instead of be having to drop him off the roof of a castle. <laughs> That's true. In fact, I think even in this situation, though, you could just have like Fiona gets lost or something, ends up there. And then Gaston and Belle can, you know, figure things out. <laughs> she can teach him to not be such a tool. She can teach him to read. <laughs> yeah, and and he can teach her to you know have some self confidence or something, <laughs> whatever his skills are. He can hunt really well. He could definitely provide. He would her. also like everyone in the village clearly hates her except for him. Yeah, that's true. So, like she's, I mean, not we're hey, we we all we all love Belle, but like she's not popular in town. Everyone thinks she's like annoying, and she's like, why is she singing about our dreary lives? Shouldn't she yeah, be like doing something productive right yeah. in front of us, man? Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> Look at this piece of shit baker over here. Yeah, his bread tastes like ass. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right here. You just ate some of it. What the his fuck? wife <laughs> left him three years ago, and his nope. bread is awful. <laughs> <laughs> just you just see everyone in the background gradually start like crying every time she like sings by them yeah she's like <laughs> oh, happens God. every morning <laughs> bell's coming out to point out our flaws today fuck yeah she doesn't cool. say anything about gaston though fiona doesn't sing so they wouldn't even have that problem with her there we go perfect yeah i yeah, like that's that my first one beast from beauty and the beast and fiona from shrek yes now that does not it, we're not saying changing shrek because you guys will crucify us for that. No, Shrek is a perfect film, obviously. Yeah, we're just remaking Beauty and the Beast with Fiona instead of Belle and maybe an all-star soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's strictly Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. All the way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's your first uh, power couple? 
Okay, I'm going to go with, I think, actually one of my stronger ones because I want to get it out of the way and maybe I don't think I'm going to beat you to the punch on this one because I don't think you, you're even throwing the punch. Um, I'm going to go with Baby and Danny from Dirty Dancing. But instead of regular Danny, Patrick Swayze Danny, who's, you know, all well and good. Danny Zuko. Edgy. That's exactly it. <laughs> I'm switching it out with Danny from Greece. Someone who <laughs> is Volta. at least supposed to be the same age. Yes. Another oh, high school God. student. <laughs> yeah. As opposed and, to the statutory rape dance movie that is Dirty Dancing. Yes. And even though he's edgy and would like attract, you know, the nice sweet girl from like a well-class like family and stuff. He's also not actually dangerous or has like some weird, like he's not actually no, into that. He just likes cars. Stuff. Yeah. He's just exactly. a greaser. He just likes driving cars, which I'm like, that's not the worst I'm thing. I'm glad you didn't pick Tony from Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> No. Oh, God, no. Yeah, that's a movie of dangerous people. Anyways, that's what I thought, because I was like, well, you know, they're both still dancing kind of musical aspects. Yeah. Both named Danny. You can just swap out. No problem. Wait a minute. Now I've had the time of my life. (laughs) Okay, that was a very bad (laughs) job. No, that's too patchy. Yeah, no, no. I've had the time of my life. That's Christopher Walken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Christopher Walken. I was like, yeah. I owe it all God, to the you. Time of my life. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. Anyways, I think that's an okay one. It doesn't necessarily make it more interesting as a film, but I think you still have the similar ties, but it's a little bit less sketchy looking back on it. Yeah, yeah, because I think Patrick Swayze was an adult in that movie and she was 16 or supposed to be 16, like not actually, like the actress wasn't 16, but like it's a high schooler. And a like twenty some year old, like it's like an bad adult. and gross. Yeah, an adult, a legal adult. Yeah, yeah. And she was For legally sure. a child. That's why they versus... called her baby because she's an infant. Yeah. yeah. Versus Danny from Greece is supposed Danny to be Zuko. Yeah, Zuko. Danny. <laughs> baby. <laughs> See, perfect. It's yeah. flawless. Yeah, it flawless. works out. Almost the same script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i said like almost the same script with a lot of like less sketchy parts <laughs> i like that like it's the 80s but danny's still dressed like his 50s greaser yeah exactly and like baby's parents are like well he seems like he's definitely not of our class but he also doesn't seem that scary or like problematic so why not <laughs> but baby are you sure he seems like an italian <laughs> yeah that would be the only issue yeah <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so that's my first switch. I think it's probably my strongest, which is a little bit upsetting. All right. <laughs> now, here's, here's my second power couple, and this is, uh, this will not make a, I might make a better movie, but I think the original movie already was pretty good. So we're taking Hitch, originally played by Will Smith, and we're replacing, um, I can't remember her name. Uh, <laughs> that's not a good sign. Uh, no, she's, oh my God, she's in, oh, uh, uh, anyway. Replacing his love interest from Hitch with you want, like the actress. That doesn't matter. Oh, you can, okay. you can say Sarah Mellas. I don't know. Sarah. Is that no, right? It's um. Oh my god, she's in the other guys and training. No, Ava Day. Mendez is the actress. Yeah, Ava Mendez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, doesn't matter. Sarah, Replacing Ava. Jesus Christ! Thank you for enduring that. Uh, bit listeners. Yeah, it doesn't but, really matter. Ava Mendez is Ava Mendez. Yes. So we're replacing. So we got we're keeping Will Smith as as uh, Hitch. We're replacing Ava Mendes's character, his love interest, with Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. 
Okay. You're, you're going to have to yes. explain this a little bit so, more. You know, he's like, you know, quote unquote, a dating code, a pick a dating coach, a pickup artist kind of guy. So he'd find this like beautiful woman. He's like, Oh, I'm going to try to like, you know, get with her. So he'd be trying all these tactics and tricks to like win her over. Well, really she's three steps ahead and she's playing him to like run out some evil fucking plan that she has going on. So while he's thinking he's like manipulating and winning over this lady, she's actually running some long con on him. And then later in the movie, he'll actually like, once he gets trapped somehow, like maybe like in gone girl, maybe like he gets her pregnant or something. She'll start to slowly reveal, or he'll start to slowly find out what she's actually doing and how awful she really is. And he'll think he's like the fucking like big dog. And it turns out she's really been pulling the strings the whole time. And it goes from a rom-com to like a fucking thriller. Or a follow-up. You could do the reverse of that where she thinks she's playing him and he's actually just using this as like a way to get in bed with her. <laughs> no, but that's what he thinks he's doing. I know, but, but what but I'm saying is it works both ways. They it does think work. They're winning and they both are. <laughs> but it, it does work until he finds out he's in way over his head in a potentially dangerous situation. I like she, so. she is, you know, going to be in charge of that because she is fucking psycho. Maybe she does truly fall in love with him. No. <laughs> I don't think so. No, not no. happening. This goes from rom-com. To, it switches from like rom-com to thriller in between scenes. Like what's that? There's a TV show called, um, what's the one with the, the, the actress from Shit's Creek where she's like, it's like a sitcom where it, she's like the wife to this like shithead guy. And between scenes switches to like, this like darker version where she's like constantly trying to kill her husband or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. No idea. It's like something like fuck Ed or something. I don't know. Listeners, you, you let us know what it is. But fuck Ed? I don't think that would get a like TV show name. <laughs> Listen, we'll we'll look it up and try to figure it out. But like... anyway, it, it's a it's a show where some of the scenes are like classic rom com where it's just like this like shitty uh sitcom like husband who's just like ma 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 my wife this and that and then yeah. and the other scenes. She's like, how do I kill this fuck? Like, she goes, it's all dark. Anyway, so that's fuck why I'm... Fuck <laughs> Okay, it's, it's... Fuck is in the title. I don't remember, bro. What? Really? Man. Yes. They, they barely got away with Shit's Creek and this thing. Wow. Well, it's fuck streaming. Ed, it's a streaming show. It's not cable. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I think Hitch thinking he's, you know, the, uh, the king boss... You know, not manipulating, but like winning over this lady when she's really pulling the strings for some nefarious scheme. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean that's fair. Hitch, Hitch and Amy Dunn, and We're I like that we... it like changes. Like it goes from yeah. his point of view to her point of view, and it's immediately it's like hard cut. <laughs> yeah, it's like a different filter on the movie. Yeah. They're both like narrating over their like their like point, yeah. and then like the like the the color changes, like everything changes. Yeah. All right, buddy. Like uh, one scene where you can have both. <laughs> give us your second, uh, your second power couple. Oh, okay. Tough one. I'm going to go with still an uncomfortable couple for the same reason that the original couple was uncomfortable, but I think overall better for everyone involved. Uh, everyone loves Twilight. Huh. And there's a lot of couple talk about that one. I'm not going to, don't worry. I'm not, I'm no, not sure. Yeah. A couple from that, but instead of Edward and Bella, I'm going to go with Celine and Bella who I bet you Celine's already a name of a character in Twilight because, you know, that's a vampire name. But one thing, 
Annie Murphy is the actress I'm talking about from Schitt's Creek. And the show is Kevin can fuck himself. Oh, that was it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you interrupted my line with that. <laughs> Listen, the listeners were chomping at the bit to get yeah, us they're all, they were even paying attention. They're like something about fucking Ed. I can't find that. Yeah. Word. Kevin, Ed, whatever. Anyway, sorry, please. Twilight, <laughs> Bella, continue. So Celine from uh, the Underworld series and Bella, I think they're both weird, cold, emotionless people, but she's like, just, I think better if you're gonna have a weird old is that the like, Kate Beckinsdale character? Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you're gonna have like a hundred year old, like several hundred year old vampire, I want one that acknowledges that she's a hundred years old, yeah, and goes out fighting werewolves every day instead of one that like hangs out in high school for some yeah. reason. So, she, like, she like Bella would be talking to Jacob all shirtless in the woods, and all of a sudden his head would just slowly Ooh, slide off yeah. his shoulders. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> she would wreck. <laughs> yeah, it would be a little different movie. Yeah, and but here's the other thing too is I think that's just it's a better relationship for everyone involved. It's not mm-hmm. some weird like both of them are dry. Like Edward you know. can sp- sparkle and mope in some corner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if uh, you know if well, I no, I was gonna say they wouldn't they wouldn't have a baby with a stupid name because I guess they could adopt, but. Maybe they wouldn't have a baby with a stupid name. Yeah, but also I don't think Celine would ever, one, she's not going to be like overcome with the weird, like she drinks blood. She's a normal vampire, but she's not like Edward where she's like, oh, you smell weird. I need to have sex with you now. That's uncomfortable. Isn't that, wait a minute, that's not the opening line all the time? <laughs> it works I, for me every have time. I been, have I been doing this wrong all these years? <laughs> Taking lessons from Hitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I think one, there wouldn't be any romance at first. And if she did become a vampire, it would definitely be more choice thing and a little bit less like this yeah, baby's she... gonna tear out of you unless you're a vampire. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, there's a lot Ew. of weird shit in Twilight. So it's Anyways, alien. <laughs> I think that's the I think that's the implied thing. I don't remember what the movies did. Yeah, gross. But Celine would just be like, look, I hate being a vampire. I was turned kind of against my will, but I've learned to accept it. Do you want this? <laughs> bit more yeah. understanding you want to be the power couple forever yeah exactly yeah awesome well, i like that i like that it's, it's fun i was i saw twilight i'm like i don't know enough about twilight to talk about it and i don't want to so that's why i avoided it i think i might have actually seen all of the movies but they are a murky murky haze that's i think good. i've seen breaking dawn part two like four times why? i don't know how Forrest i don't know did. how it's always on the airplane i don't know <laughs> fucking yeah, we'll I like it. some creepy that, ass Virgin like, Airlines. Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, hey, that's a plane company. That. We believe in that sanctity of marriage, etc. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so for my third, and I think which would be my my absolute best pick. So the movie is Fifty First Dates, and the character that's staying, Lucy Whitmore, played by Drew Barrymore, character leaving, getting rid of Adam Sandler's character, and replacing him with Leonard Shelby from Memento, originally played by Guy <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> Just, I was about to say, are you going to go with like two amnesiatic characters? <laughs> yes. So every time they go out, do something together, Forrester, it feels like the first time again. You know? <laughs> every kiss is a first kiss, you know, for both of them, which is super yeah. sweet. You know, Until he like kills her and forgets about it. <laughs> well, I do. No, he's already he's already got the amnesia. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. But, and they each keep track of their info in their own unique ways. She has a diary. He has a body covered in tattoos or soon to be covered in tattoos. In at least 50. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it would be so funny. Every like, date on. they have, a, like he goes to get a new tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They wake up together, go, oh, and look at their stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, if there's ever a day they're apart, they uh, they might forget and do something else with their time. And they get back together. <laughs> oh, that's true. Like they're drawn together by fate, but they're not necessarily basically. Yeah, day. yeah. So they, I think that'd be very funny when they both forget every single morning when they wake up. All right, that's fair. That is probably your best one. I yeah, like that's why I want to say that for last. That was the first one I thought of, and I think this is too fucking crazy <sighs> and maybe a little sad too. Like who knows, but. Yeah, I think you did a good job pulling from a romance movie and not a romance movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I really, I had that idea yesterday, to be honest. And I'm like, okay, I cannot forget that because it was the first one I thought of. I'm like, that's too genius to forget. I need to remember that one. God, I had, I'm trying to decide between my last, like, two choices. One of them, there's way too many kind of intermixed options. So I think they go with the other one because it's just easier to explain and we can chat about the last one in honorable mentions. Sure. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle Reese from the original Terminator. Yep. Um, and he is in Star Wars with Princess Leia instead of Han Solo because he kind of fills the role, except he is like a rebel leader already. You'll enter that universe yeah. and be like, oh, you can actually kill things. Droids aren't the enemies. Not all yeah. humanity is crushed. He'd just be like owning it. Yeah competent he's already rescuing someone who is incapable so he'd be rescuing someone who knows what they're doing like yeah. boom power there you go there. yeah and like don't get me wrong han solo and princess leia there's some fun charm to it but this is like just you know better for everyone <laughs> no one's ever called kyle reese a scruffy looking nerf herder it, he's definitely scruffy looking but everyone in the future of that future is scruffy looking no one's herded a nerf it's post-apocalyptic scruff it's okay yeah, yeah. battle hardened not scruff by choice <laughs> not like us yeah not like us <laughs> i um, like that I like yeah. that a lot so is star wars i mean i would love to see an r-rated star wars movie but <laughs> i guess you could yeah i don't <laughs> yeah why not yeah yeah i think he'd just be like we're not being hunted by unkillable machines he'd have like a he'd be like look at these stormtroopers they can't even hit us <laughs> yeah yeah, like, wow, future, it's so easy. He's wiped out humanity. He'd also have that same mentality that everyone in Star Wars has, except for like a few people where he's like, droids, who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. He'd like actively hate them, maybe. So that might be a problem. Yeah. He'd be like, C3PO, you shut your fucking mouth or I'll shut it for you. Yeah. I will put you in liquid nitrogen and shatter you, damn it. So this is Darth Vader. Listen, you <laughs> big asthmatic. <laughs> exactly. He's more machine than man now. God. That's uh, Alec Guinness' Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that's actually, that's a pretty solid Alec Guinness. I'll give you that. I hated working on this movie. <laughs> it began a little Ringo starry, but you know. <laughs> Look, I wrote a song. <laughs> it's <an> octopus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Octopus's Garden is my favorite Beatles song. Yeah, I know. I agree. It's so fun. It's excellent. <laughs> It's incredible as hell, but it's just so fun. And the music, it sounds good to listen to. Like the music is nice. Truly what we needed. Mm -hmm. I wish we could all be under the sea in Octopus's Garden with you. Mm -hmm. um, okay. The last one that I can't quite figure out that I was trying so hard to figure out which ones were the best matches. I have three different couples. 
where I think you can interchange pretty much all of the leads with each other and end up with similar movies, but all slightly better. Okay. Um, there's Elizabeth and Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose and Jack from Titanic. And Jay Gatsby and Daisy uh, Buchanan from or Buchanan from. I think it's Buchanan. Daisy Buchanan. Buchanan. Like the old, like the ex-president. Buchanan. Buchanan. Uh, from, from the Great Gatsby, where I'm like, I think there's a way to mix all these up and make a good movie couple that you can ship, but don't. Uh, I say old sport. Is that pirates over there? Well, that's the thing. I'm like Jay Gatsby and Rose. He's like rebellious and like you know, but also and, loaded. But he's also loaded. So it's their fam, like Rose's family, be like great. And that's he fine. does die in the water. Exactly. He so does die in the water. There's a lot of watery deaths here. Mm-hmm. Actually, wet wow. deaths. I just piece that together, but almost everyone dies in different watery ways. Technically, Will Turner is. I can think he undead. No, because he he becomes a new Davy Jones. They cut his heart out. He's like undead. Yeah. Does that count as dying? Anyway. I would say it's the same as like if you're a vampire, technically not alive. Yeah, but on the other hand, Will Turner would also be a good match for uh, Rose. I think that's like yeah, another poor adventurous guy. Yeah, but he knows his place. That's right. I'm just a blacksmith, sir. <laughs> exactly. God. Um, I trained every day to meet a pirate so I can fight him and kill him. Or Elizabeth and Jack would also be good because she's a little bit more competent than Rose. Yeah, she can still be swept off her feet by charming like poor person jack but she'll also be like i know how to swim properly and like move around and i'm not that lady and she becomes the pirate king which we can't forget which is pretty good so jack can be the pirate um lord in waiting i guess i don't know how that works i I can't remember the the title for you know the the husbands and wives of people consorts (laughs) yes the royal consort there you go yeah jack yeah yeah, but I think I there's, really like, there's definitely some good mixes in there. I just can't quite place them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think, though, Jay Gatsby wouldn't fit in in parts of the Caribbean because I think he lied about his World War I service, right? He didn't actually fight in World War I. So when he got into, like, the hairy shit in pirate, like, sea battles, he'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Not all of them work. Like, Daisy Buchanan does not work in most of those situations. <laughs> she doesn't move around. Jitsy <laughs> and weird about a lot of things. <laughs> So she could be a good Rose on the Titanic. She might also not be a bad match for like Will Turner, who's very competent. I think he would be like infatuated with her. But after spending a day with her, he'd be like, uh, never mind, I think. That's, yeah, that's true. He that's like, Jack Sparrow would like her. Because yeah, so... they're both fucking loon- loonies. But... Yeah. So there's some good mixes in there. And I was trying so hard to like pick out a good one. I was like, yeah. I just none of them really work in the way just I want them. put them all in a hat shuffle them throw them out and see what lands with what exactly and you know you probably have a good movie there yeah do you have any honorable mentions you thought of honestly not really i couldn't it was this was a toughie for me this week i didn't i knew you'd have some we could talk about so i didn't uh i was thinking i was trying to figure out like some star wars like hansel alaya stuff but like i do think they are they turn into a good i mean i guess they kind of get divorced so i guess not but like yeah. i guess they aren't really that good of a couple <laughs> they're they're a fun couple um speaking of harrison ford there's indiana jones in temple of doom with willie who is like the worst character oh she sucks indy i know just the worst it's she's funny it's funny and it's entertaining but it's also like 
very grating all the time. Yeah. I'm like, if you replaced her with like almost anyone else, it would be better. Marion Crane. Yeah, well, that's too obvious, you know. <laughs> Princess Leia. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Eating monkey brains? Whatever. Come on. I'm, I'm from the future. Who knows what we eat? Blue yeah. milk? God. <laughs> also, Obi-Wan and Padme would have been a power couple. Oh, yeah. I tried also not to pull from the same franchise. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For that's sure. obviously the couple we all wanted. Mm-hmm. The couple we all really wanted was Luke and Leia, right? Forrest, we've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen that second movie, though. I wonder if that works out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Star Wars purist. So I only watch Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> before it says A New Hope, before it says Episode Four. the original copy from 73? Yeah, I got it on. It just says Laser Star Wars or something. <laughs> I have the film roll and I watch it in my apartment. <laughs> Worth lots of money, but no, I'm not never selling it because I love it too much. Yeah, I don't want to see what happens after that. I don't care. <laughs> God. Well, awesome. I think that'll um wrap up our our matchmaking for this this season of love and and you know for some people who you know, aren't, aren't with anybody. I mean, that sucks. That really sucks for you. You know, that's, that's really rough. Or, you know, or that's okay. Live your best life. You know, that is fine. And, and we support you and we love you. Listen, listeners, we love you. Yeah. You're not actually alone because we're here with you. If you listen all the way to the end of this show, we definitely love you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But we could love you more. You could do more for us to earn our love. Jesus yep. is sounding abusive. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Look, we'd appreciate it if. <laughs> Listen, our love language is this podcast. Your love language should be acts of service to help this podcast. Like and you rating us five stars. <laughs> rating us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, following us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at CinemaSwap. You can send us nice messages and reviews. We love to hear. We love to hear your picks. Love to hear your thoughts. We love to hear if you like the episode. If there's something you change over the stuff we pick, we just want to you know interact with us because our love language is also um, getting attention from other people, which is important for us because um, we're attention vampires and we need that. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, let us know any of your couple mix-ups that you'd like to see. Maybe Troy which movie characters do you want to see? Fuck. Is what Forrest Troy was trying to say. Else in high School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Troy and Sharpay, the power couple. That'd be Dark Troy. He'd be Dark Troy, though, because she'd corrupt him. Of course, of course. Yeah, we don't want Dark Troy. Anyway, listeners, thank you so much for another, uh, you know, listen to another episode of our show. We deeply appreciate it. And again, we love you. Um, and more important than all of that other bullshit, enjoy your movie watching. Hasta la vista, baby. That's from Terminator, which we referenced earlier in yeah. the uh, earlier in this podcast. Yeah. No one puts baby in the corner. No one puts baby in the corner. No one hasta la vista's baby. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed a Zane. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>